will open us up to who you are to who you are i thank you because your word is settling in our hearts your word is settling in our minds your heart has settled in our spirit and your word is transforming our bodies in the name of jesus christ i thank you because everyone among us becomes a partaker becomes a doer and becomes a carrier of the potency and the power of the word that we are about to hear today. I thank you because none of us will be left behind. None of us, those that are also called with us that are not among us by association, by being one, we, we, we admit them into, 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 into what you are calling us in today in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you and I bless your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Uh, I want to start by. Amen. Wow. There's. We are all aware, I know we are all aware that there's something that God is doing in our time and in our generation, and that God is preparing us for certain things in our time and in our generation, and specifically for the move of God. Uh, some will call it revival, some will call it the awakening, uh, uh, some will call it a revolution, but God is preparing us for something special that has not been seen and experienced world over for so long not even for so long ever it has not been experienced because god is not god does not fall short of newness okay? amen god does not fall short of newness so if there's something in revival that has already taken place what he prepares us to do might look like what he did in those times, but but he says he, he does something new every every mm -hmm. so God is not short, does not fall short of newness. And what we are being prepared for as a generation and for generations to come is a move of God that for lack of a better word has has such a level of elasticity that it can be stretched and stretched and stretched and stretched and it cannot break what god is preparing us is a move of god that has such a level of elasticity that can be stretched and stretched and stretched and cannot break I've said this many times over, that the things that God wants us to do, the things that we will partake of as a generation, will be so good, yet so small compared to generations that come after us, that there will be no need to, for them to be recorded in books, because what they will be doing then will be much greater than what we, are, what we will get to do. Let me say, let me explain it in a, in a different way. Uh, uh, we read books of mighty men of God, God, 
God generals. We read books of people who've done numerous things. And, and, and when we read them, we, we get inspired and we get into prayer. We have desire and we have all of these things that happen to us. But, but what will happen with us will be so grand that there will be no need to record them because it will be such a platform for the next generation to come and do, to come and have such a move of God that what they will be doing at that time will be so big compared to what we will be doing. Okay? You can put it like this, that if, 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 a, if a book... If a God's general's book comes out with your name or my name in it, we will have failed. Let me say it again. If a book is written called God's general and it has Sharon's name on it or Vivian's name on it or Emmanuel's name on it, we will have failed. Amen. Because the generations after us will not require to read from us as a testimony, but what they will be doing will be so much greater than what we will be privileged to do, that they will not look to us as a reference point. You get what I'm saying? Yes. There's an important place that we need to come to, and this important place is the place of miracles, signs, and wonders. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Miracles we have seen or heard, for those who have been privileged to see miracles, miracles we have heard, seen, signs we have read, wonders, maybe in the times of Moses. But we are being ushered into a space where miracle signs and wonders becomes our norm. It becomes our normalcy to have signs and wonders as part of us. And today I want us to open that space. I want us to open that dimension via the teaching of the word. I want us to engage the word in that space so that we can open that realm where, well, the, the people coming in, where, where it will become such normal to have miracle signs and wonders. This is the thing. If miracles signs and wonders baffle you or they make you wonder, if wonders and signs and miracles make you wonder, then you are not ready to be a doer of miracles. Let me say it again. If miracles, signs and wonders, if you see miracles and you are in awe of what has happened, then you are not capacitated. You, you have not come to the capacity of, 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 of being a doer of them. And I'm not talking about when, when, when something happens and you are there giving a testimony and you're like, wow, 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 I saw God do this, I saw God do this. There's a type of wonder. There is a type of wonder 
there is a, a, a wonder that removes you from the equation of the doer and you become a person who watches. Let me give you an let me give you an example. When Jesus was walking on water and and they saw him, they saw a ghost and they were like, whoa, ghost, 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 ghost. But Peter, but but Jesus told them, told them, calm down, calm down, calm down. It Jesus allow me to come on water but the moment he be, he became wowed the moment he became astonished by what was happening he began to sink the moment it was it was it was it was new to him the moment it was not in his nature to walk on water, the moment he discovered that, wow, 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 I have begun to do the impossible, he began to sink. The moment he realized that I have come out of my confinement and, 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 and him coming out of his confinement uh, made, him, made him excited, it made him wonder, he began to sink. He began to sink. We need to come to a space, and that is the space that God is ushering us into, where miracle signs and wonders become such a part of our nature. They become such a part of us. They become part and parcel of us that when they happen, we are not in wonder that they are happening. We are in wonder of how God has decided to use us to do them. We are not wondering, wow, 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 is this us? Is this us who have gotten to this level? We are not at that space. We understand that this is our level, but we are in wonder, we are in awe. The wonder and awe that should come of us, that should, that, that should be us, when miracles begin to happen through our hands, is the wonder that leads us to worship. It is the wonder that leads us to bow down before God. It is not the wonder that the world sees. It is not the wonder that the world will see a miracle and they'll be like, wow, 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 this is great. This is great. Do you get what I'm saying? Are you with me? Are you with me? Yes, yes. Yes, sir. Yes, we are. Yes, 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 sir. Yes, sir. All right. So, yes, yes. Yes. It's important. It is important. Yes, yes, we are. It is important that we we are we are we are nurtured. We are nurtured. We are nurtured in that space. And this is the thing. And this is the thing. Something that is nature that is nature is someone who has their mic on. Someone who has their mic on. The feedback is amazing. The feedback is amazing. Wow. All right. <laughs> I have I have said something about nature. 
our our nature our nature should ooze out miracles let's read let's go to mark let's go to mark 16 let's go to mark 16 let's go to mark 16 today today i want you to listen to me from a different plane i want you to listen to me from a different plane because because we're not just teaching we're not just sitting under the instruction of the word we are opening something up so i want you to engage me from from a different spectrum i i believe that god will 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 allow will will show you i was reading this scripture and and uh Mark 16, 17. Mark 16, 17. It says, I'll read from verse 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes is he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs shall follow those who believe. And these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I want you to take note in your Bible. Uh, if your Bible has a semicolon after... And these signs will follow those who believe, semicolon. In my name, they will cast out demons, semicolon. Uh, they will speak in a new tongue, in new, in new tongues, semicolon. They will take up serpents, semicolon. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them, semicolon. They will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. If your Bible is like that, I want you to follow me. If your Bible has commas, then you will still follow me, but I will explain something. If your Bible has a full colon, uh, <laughs> Alright, so, and these signs will follow those who believe. Before, as I used to read this scripture, I would read it like this, and, this sign, and these signs will follow those who believe. And then I would read it as though the things that are mentioned after are the signs that are to follow them that believe. Let me explain again. I would read it like this. And these signs will follow those who believe. And then I would put everything after that in brackets. So my mind would compute that what is mentioned there are the signs that would follow those who believe. But when I was, when I, when I was being taught by the Spirit and I was reading this scripture, I, I decided to look at what a semicolon means in English. What, what a semicolon means. What, when a semicolon is put in a, in, a, in a sentence in between two statements, it means that those two statements are independent. They stand on their own. They, they, they are independent. They are independent. They stand on their own. They are independent. They stand on their own, but are related. So, uh, so, so when Jesus says, and these signs will follow them that believe, he does not go to mention the signs. He begins to mention relatable things that will happen to those who believe. 
Are you with me? So he says, and the signs will follow them that believe. But what he mentions after are not examples of the signs that will follow them. Meaning that he does not get to mention the signs that will follow them that believe. He says, these signs shall follow them that believe. And then uh, another independent statement, they will cast out demons. Another independent statement, they will, they will speak with new tongues. Another independent statement, they will take up serpents. So, uh, this, is what, this is what is happening. There are men and women who believe, but signs and wonders are not following them, but they are casting out demons because it is an illustration of what will happen to those who believe. It, these are examples of what will happen to those who believe. So, uh, so, and these signs will, 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 and these signs will follow them that believe. Where are your candle? In my name, they will cast out demons. Where are your candle? In my name, they will speak in new tongues. That's another statement. So these are independent statements that happen to men who believe. One can happen in your life. Another can, cannot happen in your life. But these are things that must happen. These are things. They are separate things that happen to those who believe. They are separate. In, uh, uh, it's a picture that he's painting to them that believe. And those who believe and are baptized, signs and wonders shall follow them. What are the signs and wonders that shall follow them? He does not go into mentioning them. Because how much, how much reduced are those signs if they can be captured in a sentence? If the signs that Jesus is talking about are captured in, in, in two verses, how reduced is your distinguishing mode as a believer? I choose not to believe that it is not just casting out demons. It is not just, it is not just speaking in new tongues because it is not. It says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. So there are signs that are about to follow us. There are signs that are meant to follow us, but they are not written. It is for us to search out for them. And we are not searching out for them because we are looking out for signs. We are searching out for them because they follow us. We are searching out for them because they distinguish us. They, they, they are our recognition. When, when a believer walks into a place, there is a need for signs and wonders because it is his mode of identification. When you walk into a place and you remove your ID card, but when you walk into a place as a believer, there are signs that should follow you. There are signs that should emulate you. There are signs that should walk into the room with you because a believer has walked into an environment. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, and these signs shall follow them that believe. There are more signs, there are more wonders, there are more signs and wonders that are to follow us. They are not just restricted to uh, picking up serpents, drinking things that are deadly, uh, uh, laying hands on the sick and they will recover. No, 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 no. These are independent statements that Jesus gets to notify you. But there are signs that are meant to follow you. There are signs that are meant to be what what speaks of you that when you leave, they say, hey, Emmanuel was here. Emmanuel was here. And when Emmanuel was here, there was no day we lacked. When Emmanuel was here, there was no day, there was no food in the pantry. When Emmanuel was here, this is what was happening. When Emmanuel was here, this is what was happening. What is so different with Emmanuel? And then they will be told, he is a believer. Can I get an amen? 
Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 So, now when you read that scripture, your question should be, what are these signs? What are these signs? What are these signs that should follow me? What are these signs that should follow me? What are these signs that should follow me? I know of that scripture that talks about it is only a perverse generation that looks for a sign. <laughs> I know of it. I know of it. But we are not looking for signs. We are not looking for signs. We are not looking for signs. And in fact, when you read that scripture, it tells you that that generation was given a sign. <laughs> Ooh, I, 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 love, I, I, I love the word. I, I love how the word exposes itself. I love how the word begins to explain itself. Uh, and, 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 if you, and if you choose to be, to be, to be, to be, to be of a sim to be simple minded when you are reading the word, you miss out on certain things because that scripture talks about, uh, it's only a perverse generation that looks for sight, that is looking for signs. Uh, but, but, but it ends up and says that, that that generation was given a sign, and that sign was a prophet. You go and find out what, what sign that was. But this is the thing. It should be in our nature to produce signs and wonders. It should be in us to produce signs and wonders, intentionally and even accidentally, but more so intentionally. This is my prayer that after this and what we are opening and what we are entering into, you will never get into a session of prayer and not know what you are coming out with. You will never enter amen, into a session amen. of prayer and not know what you're coming out with. When God said, let there be light, let there be fish, let there be amen. He knew the exact bird he was creating. He knew the exact well he was creating. He did not speak and hope. He did not speak yes, and hope. So what we want to do is that every time you get into prayer and you are asking God for the deliverance of people, you know you are getting into prayer to ask for the deliverance of 150,000 people. 50,000 50, will be men, 100,000 will be men. Of those men, there will be 25,000 who will be under 18. And when the results come out, when the polls come out, it is exactly as you prayed for. Amen. And it is not just like that. It is not just like that. But the next time you get into the space of prayer, you have mastered the formula of, of, of bringing out what exactly should be brought out so that the previous time was not an accidental prayer that was answered. It was not accidental that it was answered. You know it is in your nature. It is in your nature to produce like the Father. It is in your nature to produce exactly as it is in your mind. In fact, the, the scripture says, God put Abraham out and he told him to go name them. And he sat back to watch and see what he would name them because he knew that Adam had his mind. He knew that Adam was had his, his mind and he would not uh, probably an elephant. Probably an elephant. Probably an elephant. Uh, elephant rat. Elephant rat. Elephant rat. Alafu rat in a No, 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 no. 
we need to come into that space. When we get into the space of prayer, we know what we have gone to petition for. And when we petition for it, we come out and we tell people, you know what? A, B, C, D will happen at this exact time, at this exact hour, this exact minute of that hour, this exact second of that hour. And when it begins to happen, they understand that a believer has been praying because signs and wonders are in the purview of your followers. Signs and wonders are aching. Their legs are aching for us to activate that realm. For us to activate that realm. There are signs that are waiting for Kokomutai. They have been jogging to follow her. But there is something that we must unlock. That when Koko begins to speak, then the signs begin to follow. They know what step to follow. They know what step to follow. And that's what we are here to do today. That's what we are here to do today. Today, God took me on a different, took me on a different, he introduced me to a different mode of prayer. He changed my environment of prayer. And he was changing my environment of prayer to teach me something. He changed my environment of prayer and he asked me to do certain things. And, uh, and, and one of the things that he told me during that prayer time is that my body will give in. If you've listened to me for years, you, you know, you know, you know, you know how, how I trust God for us, for the alignment of our spirit, our soul, and our body. And he told me that my body will give it. And I know as he told me that, he was telling me, this is what will happen to us. Our bodies will give in. Our bodies will give in. If you're wondering what I'm saying, our bodies will give in. Our bodies will give in. Our bodies will give in. Ha! Our bodies will give in. Amen. Amen. There's a sequence. There's a structure. There's a sequence. There's a structure that allows us to do spiritual things in the physical with ease. A structure that allows us to do spiritual things with ease in the physical. It allows us, it gives us dominance to do spiritual things with ease in the physical. And it doesn't only allow us to do spiritual things with ease, it, it outplays a formula that can be replicated. One of the mistakes that the men of God who've gone before us made, one of the mistakes that has been made over and over the years is that the lives of these God generals cannot be replicated. So the only thing you can do is you can read, you can pray, and desire for God to do something with you. But there are certain things that they used to do that cannot be replicated, meaning that, meaning that the levels they used to get, you cannot get by replicating their lives. But this is the thing. God is allowing us to live certain, certain, to live certain kind of a life. 
I, I have gone out a bit. I've gone out a bit. I've gone out a bit of, of, of what we are teaching and and, and 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 we are speaking now to the nations. We are speaking now to the church. God is allowing us to live a certain kind of life that when someone comes to the fold, they can look at our life. They can look at how Benji, uh, the man of God, Benji does his, 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 his work, does his communion with God, and they can go back and 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 adopt adopt that lifestyle and things begin to happen for them i know very few people who can pray after every 30 minutes uh one man of God, I honor him. I honor what he did, Smith Wigglesworth. He never used to talk about things for more than that minutes. He would say, he would, we, you would meet, hang out, and then he would tell you, oh, guys, we have spoken so much about ourselves. Let, let us go and speak to God. And after every 30 minutes, he would go out and pray, go out and pray, go out and pray. So you do the math with the hours in the day. And that was one of his secrets as it's written in books. But I know very few, in fact, of people who I'm talking to, to right now who can do that. Meaning that, meaning that there are things he did we can never do because we cannot pray after every 30 minutes. <laughs> but God is allowing us to create a structure-like life, to live a structure-like life that when someone gets born again today, they can look at how Kiteme lives. They can look at how Sha lives. And they can begin to emulate what they are doing. And tomorrow there will be signs and wonders in their lives. Amen. 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 Hello. Good word. Good word, bro. Good word. Amen. Amen. For signs and wonders to begin to happen, for them to begin to follow, there has to be a change in our genetic makeup. There has to be a change in our spiritual genetic makeup for signs and wonders to begin to happen. This is what I'm saying, that there are two natures in man that are constantly fighting. There are two natures in man that are constantly fighting, and that is the nature of the spirit and the nature of the flesh. The nature of the spirit seeks to introduce a new genetic makeup. I was talking to some scientists this week, and they were telling me that uh, uh, you, can, you can get to have a baby with blue eyes, you can marry a dwarf and still get to have uh, six foot babies while you are five foot and your wife is four feet. Uh, 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 designer babies, I'm big told they're called designer babies, designer babies. You can create blue eyes, brown eyes. So you are African, I'm talking to you, where they are going to match with China, like in Moussi. Was as you are going to see, like in Totoka, light and a waka, a waka. You can do that. I've been told you can do that. And this is the thing that amazed me. For you to do that, you have to introduce a new gene in you. See China, ni designer baby. See China, ni designer babies. See China. 
acha nini na China <laughs> you have to introduce a new gene into your gene so a gene that you do not have for example if your ancestors do not have blue eyes you introduce a gene you introduce a blue eye gene in you this is what amazed me that when you introduce these genes in your body they will not change you they will change the next generation they will change the offspring generation. This is what amazed me, that when, when, when this genetic makeup is introduced, well, we have people coming in. When this genetic makeup is introduced, it does not change you, it changes the next generation. And I began to wonder, of what... <laughs> Of what generation are we? Because there are certain things that generations before us have worked for for us. And there are other things, well, and there are other things that we are working for for the next generation. There's a genetic makeup that we are introducing to the doctrine of the church there's a genetic understanding there's a change there's a shift that we are introducing that does not happen to us it happens to the next generation but this is the thing christ died for you and i so that there can be a shift in our genetic makeup Christ died for you and I, so that there can be, our, can be a shift in our DNA, in the nature of our DNA. There can be a shift in the nature of our DNA, so that we become that next generation that is an offspring of a new DNA. And that's why there is a constant fight of the nature of the flesh, because scripture says that when man is born, he is born of the nature of sin. But when they believe, when a man is, when a man believes, righteousness is imputed in them. What is happening? There is a new sequence of DNA. There is a new sequence of genetic makeup that is being introduced to you, so that certain things can begin to happen in your life that could not happen when you are not born again. So signs and wonders are not part and parcel. Signs and wonders are not part and parcel of, 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 of a generation that comes out of sin. They are part and parcel of the new sequence of genetic makeup that comes from the death and the resurrection of Christ. Let me try to fix something that it doesn't. Uh, it it stops. Yes, it stops disturbing me. So there's there's a sequence that must be introduced. 
there's a sequence that must be introduced to you. There's a sequence that must be introduced to you. And this, I'm not talking about fasting. I'm not talking about when I'm lima. I'm not talking, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that because some of us are doing practices, but we are doing them out of our DNA that is not fertile for signs and wonders. I'm not talking about the practices that like that we have been doing over and over and over. No, I'm talking about a new sequence, a new genetic makeup that is being introduced to us. That that when we begin to do certain things, please mute your microphone. We begin to do certain things. We do them out of standing of you get into fasting, you get into of what has been introduced genetic makeup. Let me say that again. When you get into fasting, when you get into reading scripture, there's such a shift in your life, there's such a shift in your life that now when I read scripture, it is built on the foundation of a new genetic and so the practices that I used to do, even God begins to give me instruction in a different form. God begins to ask me to pray in a different way. God begins to tell me certain things that are different and are different in the way I approach them because a new sequence has been introduced to me. There's a shifting, there's a shifting that is deeper, that is deeper than, than, than what we hear. It, is, it goes into the roots, it goes into, into the, 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 the information database of what we carry, what makes information is being changed in us so that when knowledge comes in that knowledge is built on a is a providence of newness amen amen remember when is that our genes are motivated, for lack of a better word, they are motivated by our environment. This is scientifically speaking. They are motivated by our environment. What do I mean? When you go and study DNA, just a quick study on, on, on Google, which will make you a, a professor in, in, in DNA. I, I, I really can't pronounce uh, DNN. I, I can't pronounce your acid. Najwa tu acid. Iyo ya kwanza igine manze imenilemea. Kwenye nilikuwa na... Deoxyribonucleic acid. Nilikuwa na fikirani itai practice. We are sorry, Koko. We are so sorry. Nilikuwa nafikiria ndai practice nikuje kuangalia hapa lakini eh umeru ukamba ukale inanisumbua sana. Daktari. Daktari. when you study DNA you realize that we 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 have the same DNA makeup every human being even up to certain animals we have the same DNA makeup. A, a huge percentage of our DNA makeup, up to 99% of our DNA makeup is the same. So what makes you black 
apart from the fact that your ancestors were black, <laughs> uh, what made the, the first white man white was his environment. So his genetics had to adopt to the environment that he was in, so he came out white. He came out white. And uh, the first black man, his environment made him black. Uh, it made him black. This is, this is what I'm trying to say. There's, a, there's an environmental change. There's an environmental change that we begin to experience, even in the caliber of the word that we, we hear. And it's not to say that preachers will change what they are preaching. It is your ears will begin to adopt in a different environment. What am I saying? That people will come and begin, there will be a conference on, uh, uh, there'll be a conference on money and investing. And when you step into that conference of money and investing, the environment that you are seated in, things begin to sound to you differently. but Kenya anasema, but like you begin to see different things you begin to see different absolutely different anaongea kuhusu mayai hiyo mayai ina trigger something in you ulisikia mayai lakini hukusikia mayai anaanza kusikia vitu zingine so when you sit down and you begin to listen you do, you do, because your environment has changed and your genetics are beginning to adapt you are, uh, hey, thank you you are being unveiled to a different to a different environmental space in the spiritual realm so that when people are talking about simple things when people are talking about things that don't edify your genetics allow me permit me to use that word when people are talking about things that are on this plane you begin to hear on this plane when people are talking about for those that will listen to this i, I am i am just giving an illustration when people are talking about thicker your your mind is stretched to 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 to, to nakuru and anasema thicker wewe unaona nakuru anasema nakuru wewe unaona anza kuona mumias it's a different thing when god decided that he would make Abraham the father of faith, he ejected him from his people. He took him to a different location, he took him to a different environment, and he began to feed him as of another environment. When God decided that Adam would be the father of nations, he saw that it would not be enough, it would not be possible if Abraham did not leave his people. He was not just testing his faith, but he was shifting the environment. He was changing the things that pertain to DNA, to his DNA. He was changing the information that was getting into him so that he could be able to have the capacity to become a father to the nations. When, 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 when God, when God wanted to use Gideon, he told Gideon to, to select men and he told him, these men are too many, these men are too many. And he told them to trim them down and he gave them means to trim them down and he trimmed them and he trimmed them and he trimmed them and he trimmed them until they became a number that was not, it was not in, it was not in the, 
it was not in the logical thinking of a general to have an army of such a number. Because, somebody, somebody mute your mic, please. Mute your mic, please. Thank you. It was not, it was not in the, it was not in, it was not normal. It was not normal that the war would be won by 300 men. It was not normal. It was not in the, it was not in how armies would fight. Three men, 300 men would not come up and fight and they would win. So God told him to kill them. And this is the thing. Paxmoy, if you can mute your mic, I'd be grateful. This is the thing. This is what is not written in scripture. This is what historians would tell you. That when uh, uh, Gideon was fighting the, 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 who, the, the, the Moabites, Midianites, the Midianites, right? Yes? Yes? Yes. Yes. The, the Midianites had a culture that they would have generals in their armies. And when the generals would come, they would come and in the night they would bear torches. And every, to every general would carry a torch. And when you saw a torch, you know that that was one man leading a hundred thousand men. No, was it a hundred or a hundred thousand or a hundred? This is a historical thing, I'm telling you. So when, 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 when God gave Gideon the instruction, he told them to, to tell them to carry pots and in them put torches. And when they go to a certain place, they would, dis, they, would break the, they would break the pots and they would lift up those torches. A thousand men, yes, a thousand men. So every, every general, every general in the Midianites, it, in, in the Midianite army who carried a torch, behind him was a thousand men. So when the 300 men lifted the torch, the Midianites saw that Gideon had an army of 300 times a thousand. And they began to flee. Why? Because there had, been, there had to be a shift in the environmental structure of how Gideon would, would carry the war for him to win it. For God... <laughs> For God to begin to, to, to for, for signs and wonders to begin to follow you, there has to be a total dependency on the formula of God. There has to be a total dependency on the formula of the Holy Spirit. This is when he will tell you, wait, and you will not know what you're waiting for. And you will be waiting for 12 months. You will be waiting for 12 months. And during the 12 months, things would be, would be structured, would be structured, would be structured. And after 12 months, when you walk out and you're given the okay, the green light, when you walk out, you walk out a different person because even the, the, the information that you carry, your subconscious, your conscious mind has been shifted, it has been shifted totally, and signs and wonders begin to follow you. When God wanted to, 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 to bring down the wall of Jericho, when God wanted to build down, bring down the wall of Jericho, he told them to go around it seven times. Seven times. You and I know, you and I know, if, if you've been in this country for, for, for long, not even long, this week, there, there, were de there was some demolishing that happened in, uh, I don't know where. People, people didn't have their houses. Did, did you see the guys who are demolishing go around seven times? 
when the houses in Siokimau were being demolished, did you see the people who were sent to demolish them go around them seven times and the seventh time they went seven times singing praises? No, God had to take them out of the space that they were in. For Joshua to win the battle, he had to win it over time. <laughs> it was over time. It was over time. There has to be a dependency on, 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 on the formula of God. And this dependency comes in when you are being uprooted from the environment that feeds you the information that you know. So you will be uprooted from that environment, placed in a new environment. And when you begin to pray, you pray out of the inform, out of the shifting, out of the shifting that has been made in you, that you will, you will. Uh, what is this word? You begin to adapt. You begin to transform into what the environment allows you to transform into. That allows you to take new information in you. And when you begin to utter prayer, when you begin to utter things, it is built upon that information. Amen. 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 This is the thing. There are more secrets. There are more secrets in the world, in the realm of the world, than the secrets that have been discovered. There are more secrets in the realm of the world than there are secrets that have been discovered. And I'm talking about the world. I'm talking about the world. Mm. The world has heaped secrets for people to go out and search. I'm not talking about the realm of God. I'm talking about the realm of the world, which is the lowest realm that can ever be. When we started praying, I said, this was... I, this was not even planned. It just came out. I said that there is a newness to God. There is a newness to God every time. There is a newness to God. <clears throat> when scripture talks about he will reveal the treasures of darkness, the treasures of darkness. He will give to us of the treasures of the secret. Mm -hmm. It is a call for us to move and begin to search out for secrets. Because when secrets are unveiled, it comes with a level of prominence. It is secrets that make men wealthy. In fact, monopoly, monopoly is a virtue of an unveiled secret. Monopoly is a virtue of a secret that has been unveiled. Today, if Mr. Joe 
Kiriga walks into a secret and begins to actualize that secret, we will know him for it a hundred years down the line and everyone who will, begin, who will try to do what he's doing will be told, uh, we know the inventor of this. We know who started this. And the benefit of unveiling secrets, the, 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 the good thing about unveil, unveiling secrets is that you monopolize the market, you monopolize the industry, you monopolize everything that comes around it. And people will now begin to borrow from you. I want us, and this is my prayer, this is my prayer, that God churns out the mentality of what is signs and wonders, the mentality that we've had of, of the days of, of Moses. You know, a burning bush will not help you today. True. You know, parting the Red Sea will not help you today. Let me say that again for, for, for the fear of not being contradicted. If you walk into a burning bush today, if you encounter a burning, <laughs> if you encounter a burning bush today and you are told, remove your sandals for you are standing in a holy ground and you come out of that place and come and tell us, hey, you guys, hey, 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 hey. I saw a burning bush. Tutakuangalia kuwengine watakuambia si utupatie namba ya ule dealer wako. A burning bush will not help you today. But there are signs and wonders that are for our time that they have not, the word of God has not changed. The word of God has not changed, but the word of God has provided in itself what is a sign and a wonder for people and the times that have changed. The word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever but it has provided in itself the ability to produce a sign and a wonder for times that have changed. So if signs and wonders, if signs and wonders are walking on water, well and good, well and good. It is 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 good. But today we have ships. We have cruise ships that walk on water that have come to emulate the sign and wonder of Jesus walking on water. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand? I pray that you get me by the spirit. I pray yes. that you get me by the spirit. That the, the invention of a ship being on water is an emulation of a sign and wonder that Jesus did when he walked on water. So if today you walk on water, 
They don't want to do any other one. Think about it. And then you must. Why not? Uh, Maureen Nahashon Rono, uh, uh, please mute your mic. So, the monopolization of that sign of walking on water has <laughs> the monopolization, the sign happened, the sign happened, and this sign shall follow them that believe. Jesus walked on water, and from him walking on water, it provided a space for men to think on how things can walk on water. So if today you walk on water, you are 2,000 years late. But there is a new sign created for you that generations after you will begin to emulate and form mathematic equations from it, there's a new sign that is waiting for you, a sign for these times that comes from the actualization of the word. It comes from the actualization. The word has not changed, but the times have changed. So what is it I'm trying to say? That we begin to change our mentality in the type of signs and wonders we want to see and experience. There's a sign and a wonder that is relevant to our time, that is waiting for you to begin to churn it out. So we need to stop wanting to divide rivers. We need to stop wanting to, be, to, to, to encounter burning bushes. We need to stop wanting to change water into wine. It's good. It's good. It raises the faith. It raises the faith. It raises the faith. It raises the faith of the people in church. It raises. When, when you get a bottle of water and you say, you know what, I'll pray for this bottle of water. And when you drink it, it will taste like wine. And people begin to drink it and they say, like, wow, 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 it is sweet. It is good. It raises the faith of the church. But it does not raise the status of the kingdom. It does not raise how we dominate the kingdoms of the world. Let me say that again. There are certain, there are certain miracles that, that I have seen happening in churches that are good, they are exciting, they are good, they're exciting. They, 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 raise them, they, they raise the faith of the people in church and more miracles begin to happen and they're like, wow, 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 if you prayed for that bottle of water and, and now we can drink it and test it like why it is good. Faith is lifted. But after that, it is left in the confines of that church. The, the level, the level of us manifesting the kingdom of God is not raised because we are doing a sign and a wonder that is late. It is late. It is late. It is not for our times. It is not for our times. So we begin to be shifted, removed from the environment that we are in. We are removed from the environment that we are in so that the information that we carry, so that the information that we carry, the information that is in our, that is stored in us is of a different nature. It is of a, it provides a different, uh, how can I put it? It provides a different, a different power. It provides a different power. It provides a different platform for you to walk in certain things. 
You remember Elijah and, and the prophets of Baal? And those guys could not bring fire down. They could not bring fire down because it, it started <laughs> bringing fire down was an exercise that was not, that was not in their ability to, in their ability to orchestrate. An example is when unaombeangamse na unafunga macho. This is very a very light example. Unafunga macho unakaza kabisa ju unaona kama ukikaza miracle itahape. Ama unaomba unanza kuinua sauti yako kusababu unaona kama ukiongea kwa nguvu you speak with authority. Manze hiyo miracle imekutoka. Hiyo <laughs> miracle imekutoka because it imeacha kukua it, may, it, it has come out of it has come out of the spectrum of <laughs> it has come out of the spectrum of, of of your abilities it has come out of the spectrum of your abilities we were having a conversation the other day and we were saying scripture says you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover you shall lay hands on the sick and you shall recover and they shall recover it is this it is this it is literally lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It is not no, no, no. It is lay hands on the sick and you shall recover. And they shall recover. Simple. Because there is an expectation of scripture expects that when you read it, you don't consume it from head knowledge. You consume it from experiential knowledge that when script, when you read scripture and says you shall lay hands on the sick and, you shall, and they shall recover, this is what happens. You become one with that scripture. Your hand becomes one with that scripture. So your hand is that, you become one with that scripture. You remember Thanos? You remember Thanos when he got the five when he got the five jewels and he put the jewel and he was one with that power and the moment he did this he did not have the, it came to a point where when he began to think he began to think it would happen because he had become one with power scripture expects that when you read it you become one with it not from the mom, not from the place of memorization but from the place of actualization that when it says when i come across a scripture and says you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover it expects that my hand has become that scripture so when i go lay hands on it it begins to speak scripture begins to speak it begins to speak without me opening my mouth So, so that, that is what we are talking about. If you know the story of digging ditches, let me skip that. Our lack of a physical routine, the discipline that comes with a physical routine, our lack of 
the discipline, our lack of physical routine, for example, what is a physical routine? It's like uh, I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth, I... Someone help me, it's been a while. Nani anakumbuka yo wimbo? I wake up in the morning. I brush my teeth. I say my bath. And then I go to school. Yay. In the morning, I wash my face. I brush my teeth. I take a cup of tea. I take a cup of tea and then I run to school. I wake up in the morning, I wash my face, I brush my teeth, I comb my hair, I take a cup of tea, and then I run to school. Natalie? I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth, I comb my hair, I take a cup of tea, and then I run to school. Oh, say bye to mommy and daddy. Yeah. Oh. What to Ogi? Uh-uh. Oh, wash their face. Oh, make a wash their face. So, you see, what that song was trying to teach us, but it failed. What that song was trying to teach us, it was trying to teach us to adopt to a, a routine, a routine life. So you wake up in the morning, you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you take a cup of tea, you run to school. Wengine walisema bye to mommy and daddy. Uh, or I put on my mask. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> what, what, what that song was trying to, to, to do to Wanafunzi, it was trying to, to help them create a, a routine. So Wanamka Subui, and this is what they do, this is what they do, this is what they do, and then they go out. This is what they do, this is what they do, they go out. Uh, but but the, the, the lack, this is, this is the thing, the lack of a physical routine a physical routine devoids us of the discipline of spiritual routine are we here because we are we are not cultured to have a physical routine, then we have not adopted that into our spiritual life. So many of us lack the consistency to in the things of the spirit. And when we lack that, then we, we, our curve becomes like this. So there is a need for us to develop a discipline in a routine manner of a, a spiritual routine that enables us to take in, that enables us to, to be consistent 
and come to the place of producing signs, miracles, and wonders. Let's go to First Timothy. And you may hang. First Timothy chapter four. And just look at certain things here. Now the spirit, now the spirit, first Timothy chapter four, verse one. Now the spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Wow. Paul alikuanga mkali, ule pastor mkali. Sha, are you okay? Okay. Now the Spirit express, expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. <laughs> I want you to take this home. This is one of those three things. Forbidding to marry, commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. There are foods. There is a marriage. For only the people who know the truth. <laughs> there are foods that are to be received by those who know the truth. Who believe and know the truth. Kuna truth ingine ina kuescape. Truth ingine ina kuescape unenda kukula vitu zingine unumuwa na tumbo. For every creature of God is good, nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. If you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus, nourished in your words of faith and of the good doctrine which you have carefully followed. So, uh, <coughs> Paul is stipulating, he's giving us, he's not just talking to Timothy, but he's telling us the kind, the kind of the kind of person, the kind of man Timothy is, what he's been following, what he's been feeding from, what he's been doing. And he's warning him of a people who are coming who will come with strange doctrine. Will they will begin to ask people not to do certain things. They will 
get people out of a certain pattern. They will get them out of a certain pattern. Yet these things that, that they, they tell them not to do have been ordained to be done and be eaten by those who know the truth and those that believe. So they are getting them out. These doctrines, the, 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 the doctrines that Paul is talking about, that they will pull people out from a certain kind of lifestyle. They will tell you, marrying is not good. Uh, um, this food is not good for you. This exercise is not good for you. This and this is not good for you. This and this is not good for you. Yet you believe and you've been doing these things. You've been building capacity because you've been following a doctrine that is correct but they will come and tell you no 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 you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that and 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 paul is illustrating he's telling them what 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 he should be doing that he should continue to be teaching but reject profane and old wives fables and exercise yourself towards godliness tells him to exercise himself towards godliness exercise yourself throughout through exercise yourself exercise yourself exercise yourself exercise yourself allow me to plug my charger all right exercise yourself for for people who understand what exercise is you know that exercise is not a one time thing it is a routine it is routine it is routine based so he tells him to exercise yourself where are we exercise yourself toward godliness it is routine basis exercise is not done once and left it is a routine that you need to follow. So he tells you, continue to do what you've been doing consistently. Continue to offer yourself in the manner you've been offering yourself consistently. Continue to do your ministry consistent, consistently. Exercise yourself consistently. Exercise consistently. And I was looking up, uh, I was looking up at, at the meaning of, of 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 this word and and it was interesting it was very very interesting <clears throat> uh let me let me pull it up for you let me pull it up for you aha uh -huh. exercise it means to exercise naked <laughs> to exercise vigorously in, in any way, either the body or the mind. So, remember when I was telling you your bodies will give in? Exercise vigorously, the exact word here is exercise vigorously, either your body or your mind. Exercise yourself towards godliness. So exercise yourself in any way, in the, in the manner that the doctrine allows you to. Exercise yourself, exercise yourself consistently, vigorously. Your body and your mind, exercise them towards godliness. That's what is, that's what, that is what Paul, Paul is telling, is, is, is telling Timothy. For bodily exercise profits a little. For bodily exercise profits a little. That comes to tell you that, that Paul and Timothy had a culture of exercise. 
it goes to show you that uh, that they they did not just left let themselves grow huge stomachs. It <laughs> it <laughs> it goes to tell you that they had a certain they had a certain routine that would exercise their physical their physicalness their physicalness. But he says that physical exercise, bodily exercise profits a little, meaning that they were enjoying the profits. They were enjoying the profits of of of, of physical exercise. I'm telling you the truth. I'm I'm telling you the truth. I, I began to learn to learn to see certain prophetic things from physical things. And, and, and one of the things that you need to know, if you do not have a consistent physical, natural program, if you, do, if you are not consistent in physical things, it will be very hard to be consistent in spiritual matters. It will be very hard to be consistent in spiritual matters. So, I want you to engage the Spirit of God on a consistency that is physical. I want you to ask God, what do I need to do to develop a physical consistency that I can learn from and adopt to the spiritual? And if you have a spiritual a spiritual, a consistent spiritual exercise, then I'd, uh, do it the other way. Do it the other way around. Are we ready? Are we, are we together? Uh-huh. So, uh, so exercise. Exercise, uh, I, I told you what that means. And then it says, for bodily exercise, profits are little. Mm -hmm. For bodily exercise, where are we? Profits are little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that is now and of that which is to come. Uh -huh. For bodily exercise, and then there's a different, there's a different meaning in the second exercise. There's one. The first one was to become naked. There's a, there's a godly exercise. The godly exercise does not just include a, a routine kind of life, but it, it, it brings us to the place where this godly exercise allows us to become naked to God. It allows us to become naked before God. That when we come to God, that when we come to God, we, we, we come unclad. We come without clothing. We come a naked body. We come uh, with, uh, clad in garments, only the outer garments or, or clothes. Uh -huh. it, 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 it talks about a metaphorical nakedness, open to lay bare, only mere bare, mere gain, gain. Like we, there's, there's a requirement of godly exercise that brings us to God. It is not just a routine kind of lifestyle, but it is a nakedness before God. It is a nakedness with the things that, that profit much. It is, it is approaching those things, having stripped off our clothes, having stripped off that, that which we, having stripped off that, uh, that the nature that we have 
required over time and telling God, you know what? I have come to exercise. I have come to exercise of the godly things so that I can begin to profit. It is part of the change. It is part of the change. It is part of the change that comes with, 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 with our DNA. It is part of the approach. It is part of that approach. Amen. Mm-hmm. For bodily exercise, profit a little for, for all things, having promise of life that now is, that of, of the life that now is and that which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance. For to this end, both we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is our savior. Mm, there's a scripture I'm looking for. Let's go to verse 15. Let's go to verse 14. Mm -hmm. This thing, sorry, verse 11. These things, these things command and teach. Paul is telling, Paul is telling Timothy that 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 at this level, at this level of the ministry that you have, do not just teach them command them, inculcate them. There's a difference between teaching and when something is inculcated. To inculcate is to, is to have an adoption of that teaching. It is to teach until it is done. We need, to, we need not only to teach certain things, we need to inculcate them through teaching. So command these things and teach these things command these things and teach these things so that the, the exercise that profits much the exercise of spiritual things the exercise of, of spiritual things the moving out of into a new environment it is inculcated it is to in, we teach them we command them and teach them so until they become of our own so we are not just teaching we are moving from that place where we are teaching we're just teaching so that we can teach. We're moving to that place where we teach. And the next time we are back, we will, be, we will be putting an accountability measure on ourselves. What have we done from our teaching? What have we inculcated to instill, to instill by persistent instruction? That is, the word, that is the meaning of inculcate, to instill by persistent instruction. So Paul is telling Timothy, do not command and teach these things. So I'll come and teach you and tell you, oh, we need to have, we need to, we need to, uh, to be faithful. We need to be faithful, but uh, I command you to be faithful. You must be faithful. So you are taught, and you're not just taught, you are ordered to become that which you have been taught. It is persistently giving instruction until the instruction has been done, until the instruction has been natural. It has been natural for you to do. So when you wake up in the morning, you go and brush your teeth. You go and wash your face. You take a cup of tea and you say bye to mommy and daddy and then you go to school. The next day you wake up, you don't need to sing that song because it has been inculcated. So you wake up and you know the first place you're going to is to brush your teeth and then wash your face and then have a cup of tea and then say bye to daddy and mommy and then go to school the next time. So you know, you know when you wake up, even if you wake up with your eyes closed, you know that you need to lay bare naked before 
before God. You know that you need to adopt a certain lifestyle. You know that signs and wonders must follow you and you persist. You move on with persistence. We teach with persistence. Our life must be in persistence. We must be commanded. We must be commanded to be consistent in spiritual things so that we can come to this space of signs and wonders. It must be a command. And these signs shall follow them that believe. So when no sign is following us, we must command, we must know, we must go back to the instructions. We must go back to the instructions and teach those instructions persistently, 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 persistently until the toddlers in our churches are filled with signs and wonders. Amen. These things command and teach. Let no one despise Amen. you, but be an ex believers in word and in conduct. This is what got me. Be an example to the believers in word and in conduct. Can someone read it to us from the Passion Translation? If uh, uh, if you have it, when you get it, when you get it, just just tell me you have it and then read it. Uh -huh. So in conduct, what does it mean to be? To, 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 be, to be an example, to be an example in and in conduct, that it's not just what we speak, but the proceeds of our life, the behavior of our life must be an example. So when these things are taught, when we have a consistency in spiritual matters, when we exercise godliness, when we exercise godliness consistently, exercising godliness, it brings us to this place where we are not just, but to an example. We are told, this is what gets me. This is what gets me. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to believe to the in word and in conduct. You know what Paul is telling him? He's not telling him that when, when you do these things, you will be an example. He's not telling him that when you, when you follow these things, when you do not depart, uh, I'm, reading, I'm reading verse 12. Verse 12. Verse 12. Panda, you got it? Verse 12. If, if you get the Passion Translation, just, just unmute and, and begin to read. I'll stop. And do not be intimidated by those who are older than you. Simply mm -hmm. be the example they need to see by being mm -hmm. faithful and true in all that you do. Speak mm -hmm. the truth and live a life of purity and authentic love as you remain strong in your faith. So until uh, you it doesn't, it doesn't put it the way, I, the, the way I want it. It is be an example in word and in conduct. So this is what I was saying. That Paul is not telling him that when you teach this doctrine, when you follow this exercise, when you follow this routine, when you adopt this kind of lifestyle, you will become an example. He tells him, he commands him to be an example. What does that tell me? He tells me, it tells me that it is in, it is in the authority of Timothy to decide whether he will be an example or he will not be an example. It is in his place to say, you know what, signs and wonders can follow me, but uh, your story. 
Acha tu nchorei yo story. Have you, have you gone to, to fellowships? And this is what they, they say. You know, we don't want people to speak in tongues because there are newborn believers who will come. And when they come, we don't want them to get confused. <laughs> we don't want them to get confused because, uh, you know, uh, when you speak in tongues and there's no interpreter, they are going against this scripture. They are, they, are, they are not telling you to be an example in word and in conduct. They are not allowing you to become an example in word and in conduct. But scripture tells, Paul tells them, do not despise your youth. Do not despise your youth. Do not despise your youth. Let no, no, sorry. Let no one despise your youth. Let no one despise your youth. Be an example to the believers in word and in conduct. Till I come. Give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. This is what I was praying today. And I was telling, I was telling, I was telling, I was telling someone, I was telling, I was telling Shalmi. I was telling Shalmi that Manze, I don't want, I don't want us to, to have to be having miracle services. I don't want us to be having special healing services. I, I want us to teach the word. I want to teach the word that, that miracles don't have a specific time and an authority to pop out. They are not given a special hour, a special moment of the month for them to pop out. We teach these things, we teach the word, we teach the word until when people walk into their spaces, they are walking portals of signs and wonders. They don't need a service. They don't need worship songs for them to be, to, for there to be healing. They walk into spaces and because signs and wonders are following them, because they, they have been taught, because they have stuck to doctrine, they have stuck to exhortation, it begins to just happen amen amen and this is my prayer of us this is my prayer of us do not neglect the gift that is in you which was given to you by prophecy with laying on of hands and and, and the, of, of the eldership meditate on these things give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all give yourself Give yourself, give yourself to all. Give, give yourself, give yourself entirely to these things that your progress evident to all. Take heed to yourself that, and, and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. And that is the thing that I'm, that I'm to, 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 that is the thing that I want us to do, to, to, to have, that we become entirely devoted we become entirely devoted to scripture to doctrine to word to teaching we become entirely devoted to the word that we become we become a savior not only to ourselves but to those who hear we walk into the things that follow us become a miracle even to those who hear us i want to finish by this And to finish by this, and to finish by this. There's one secret that is being afforded to us, and that is the secret of beholding. 
one of the thing, one of the most powerful things that changes us. In fact, even 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 Paul is telling is telling Timothy, meditate on these things. Behold, devote yourself entirely to them. One of the things that 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 is changing us, that will change us, is when we learn to behold, when we learn to gaze, when we completely learn to gaze and get lost in what we, have, we are beholding. It does not only change how we think, it does not only change our faith, it does not only spur our faith, but it changes the, it changes the mechanism of what oozes out of us when we behold. A culture that has successfully been introduced to the world is the culture of gayism, lesbianism, homosexuality, that whole culture. And it has been successfully introduced because of this thing that is called beholding. It has been made normal that when you Netflix and chill, you must see a gay couple. They make you behold of what is irregular, what is abnormal, until it becomes normal. They make you behold, sit there, you watch, Show after show after show after show after show, movie after movie after movie after movie after series after series after series after series. And now it has just, it has not, it has moved from just being gazy into, into, into weird things like, like couples who, who want to have open marriages. Weird, very weird things. And it is moving. And now that they have conquered the whites, they, they moved to the, to the blacks of, of, to the African Americans of to the African Americans, and now they are moving. They are moving it to the Africans. So, so, so now they are making us behold in Africa gazing and making it normal. And now we are hearing stories of people. You know, I didn't know what was happening to me. I didn't know what was happening to me, but now I realize. I realize. I have realized. I have been gay all along. They have normalized it by making you behold. So you look at it and they're like, wow, so it can happen. So it is normal. After three months and you're watching those things and, you're, and then you meet them on the streets and you're like, ah, I think it's normal. This is the thing. We have to gaze and behold. We have to behold. We have to behold. We have to behold of God. We have to behold of what what are signs and wonders. So for so us to for us to begin to to generate them, we have to learn the art of beholding, the art of gazing at Him, the art of gazing at Him. We have to learn the art of drawing our focus to Him and it, it being entirely Him. We have to come and learn to it. Let's go to Job 33. This is where we finish.
two two weeks back i began to teach on how we need to two weeks back i taught on on how we we need to to change our mentality so that we can partner with god and begin to see things that outside are outside the mentality of church that god is doing so that we can partner with him for a couple of years now uh fitness has been it has been uh, the world of fitness has grown and now you wake up everybody's running everybody's going to the gym people are lifting weights people are, are on diets you know you, you have you noticed have you noticed that yes it, yeah. it had not been there but for now almost two years it's everyone everyone is doing it. Right. everyone is doing it. so kuna wengine wenye hawaezi afford gym wanainua unga wengine hawaezi like and people are finding ways of doing it let me read this thing let me read this scripture and then we go to it 3314 for god may speak in one way or in another yet man does not perceive it for god may speak in one way or in another yet man does not perceive it in a dream in a vision of the night when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction in order to turn man from his deeds and conceal pride from man let me read it again for god may speak in one way or in another yet man does not perceive it in a dream in a vision of the night when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their head then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction in order to turn man from his deeds and conceal pride from man is scripture basically nasemanga manze god anakuongeleshanga is scripture it it takes a job on 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 people who dream wala wase wanalalanga wanaota don't 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 really take me seriously on that point it takes a job on them mchana god ame try kukuongelesha god ana try kukuongelesha Uh, job 3314 jo chana god ana try kukuongelesha usiki usiki alafu ukaenda kulala unaanza kuota <laughs> don't don't take me seriously please don't take me seriously <laughs> don't take me seriously on that uh, that is that is a is 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 is, is a not so funny joke but this is the thing that whenever god begins to speak through the world it means that the church is sleeping whenever god begins to do certain things in the area of the world we've been here for long naona watu mungu mungu akisaidia watu mungu atawasaidia we will not be here for so long 
but but I I I I pray that things are being opened. That we I I to two, two hours of I pray that things are being opened and 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 certain things beyond even the things that have have said your spirit is being catapulted into into certain dimensions of things that I have not mentioned and that is my prayer that it has not been just two hours of 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 certain things that you've had and not had three hours <laughs> oh three hours yeah. but I, but I pray I pray that 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 right now you you are like on an arrow that is being set free from a bow. Amen. Uh, that 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 you are just being thrown into into dimensions and, and, and other and other openings that that are happening. So whenever God begins to speak, whenever God begins to show signs through the world, it means that the church is sleeping. Whenever God chooses the world to show a sign of what he is about to do, it means that Job 14 is happening. For God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive him. That the church, the people that are to hear God in one way or another are not perceiving him. And when we are in slumber, then God uses the world because the world is the slumber of the church. The world is the slumber of the church. And when man does not, in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, when we are so deep in our sleep, God begins to use the world. And this is the thing. This is the tricky thing. This is the tricky thing about deep dreams. This is, this is, this is a tricky thing about dreams and visions of the night. This is the tricky thing about dreams and visions of the night. Dreams and visions of the night can be misinterpreted. Dreams and visions of the night, some are so coded, some are so coded that you just want to hear God in one way or the other. Dreams and visions of the night can be mistaken for dreams that have come because your stomach is full and you miss out on God. Unajua unashibanga unaenda unaota. And then unatafuta unatumia unatumia uh, prophet Benjamin Ninia. There was a time he was he was doing madondo na chapo. Imejaa waliota. Mingi sana, mingi sana. That is a prop that is that is the problem that when you do not hear God in one way or the other, when he begins to speak to open you and and and, and in visions of the night, he begins to speak to you, you might miss it. You might be manipulated. There are books, how to interpret dreams. That when you wakati unaota na unaona mtu anakufuata uh, when you are being kuna mtu anakufuata unajua una, una you are being monitored my my people that color purple means this so every time you dream purple you think you are king <laughs> and most of the time you have just been beholding on that purple dress 
and in the in the night the purple dress shows up that is the danger when god when the church is in such slumber and god begins to speak through the world most of the time we miss it we miss it yet there are so many avenues yeah. Buddha. Ready? Buddha on has a mute microphone. <laughs> so God begins to speak through the world, and this is this is what I this is what I've been seeing that it is not coincidence that the world has been keen on fitness. It is not a coincidence that the world all of a sudden decided, you know what, we will all work out. And and people are quitting their professions to be to be to be fitness instructors. People are waking up and they're giving us that like they tell us, you know what, abs don't come when you work out. You have to change. People are quitting. It is not a coincidence. It is not a coincidence. There's something that God is trying to show that I am uh, 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 there's a capacity. There's a capacity that even men of the world know that they have to prepare themselves physically for. The atmosphere has shifted. The atmosphere is saying, you know what, if you're not physically fit, there's something, there's a lifting, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a place we are going into that the physically feeble will not be okay. They will not be okay. This virus has come and you're being told that your immune system, your immune system will guarantee your life. Your immune system comes from being fit. There's something that God is trying to speak. But every time God speaks through the world, it means that the church is in slumber. Every time we from church are not the first people to begin to build gyms and begin to work out so that the world can see AAA, there's a fitness that needs to come in and God decides to use the world to bring about fitness. It means that the church is in slumber and the church misses out because it is hard to interpret dreams. It is not, it, some dreams are complicated, it is hard, but the world begins to speak of the goodness of God, yet that is the place of the church. You're wondering how this is coming through. Signs and wonders, signs and wonders are not following us because the church is in slumber. So we do not hear of the instructions so that we begin to say the word because you know it is they that with the instruction in Matthew, in Matthew 16, in Matthew 16, it is go out and preach. So that means you have to hear so that you can preach. There is a word that must come out. And God is constantly speaking. But because we are in slumber, we cannot preach. And, we, and because we cannot preach, they cannot believe. And because they cannot believe, then signs cannot follow. And God begins to use the world to illustrate certain things. And we miss out. Tonight, we are being awakened. Tonight, we are being awakened. The church in us is being awakened. The church is in us is being awakened. The church in us is being awakened. 
that, that no longer will we wait for God. Will we wait to go to sleep? Will we wait to be tired and go to sleep? Certain dreams you don't even remember. You wake up and when, and some people, some people I know dream, dream a, a hundred dreams a night. They wake up and, and they have a catalog of dreams. They cannot remember which is which. Messages are being lost in and there. The church must awake so that God begins to speak through his mouthpiece. God begins to speak through his mouthpiece. Can you lift up our hands? Can we just lift up our hands and begin to to awake the church? For a minute, just lift up your hands and mute your microphone and just begin to awake the church. Just begin to awake the church. Just begin to awake the church. Call the church out. Call the church out of slumber. Call the church out of slumber. Church out of slumber. On the awakening right now in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. Jesus mighty name. Ah, so we can be to start to manifest on our job. In this day, we can be able to be able Call us out of slumber. Awake, 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 Amen. Let's pray. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today. We thank you for the gathering of your sons and daughters, them that have begun with us from the beginning, them that have joined and continue to join. Lord, today you're speaking to us about um, awakening, positioning, and just who we truly are. Father, we thank you. Lord, we are asking you to um, awaken us personally and individually 
And even as we are connected, according to your word, we are connected by the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. Lord, as we pray right now, we are asking you to sound the voice of awakening through us to the entire body of Christ so that, Lord, these signs shall follow us whom believe. Lord, we thank you that we have been born as children of signs and wonders, and we are praying, believing that, Father, this sound that is coming from your servant by the power of your word, Lord, we decree that it is terraforming us into a new environment. Yes, Lord, we have been in environments that have held us in unbelief. But Father, thank you because your word is terraforming us and elevating us into environments where we can have a capacity to understand the deep things of God and to walk in the things that have been prepared for us. Yes, Father, we are the generation that seeks your face, O Jacob, and we pray that, Father, we will be the first fruits and we will be able to carry this word that is in our hearts being deposited the next generation. Father, we pray that there is indeed a deposit, a terraforming, and an alignment in Jesus' name of your purposes in our lives. Father, we thank you, we honor you, and we continue to hear your voice, and we continue to say, let your will be done. For we pray and believe in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, Benji. Yes, sir. Yes. I want you to, to pray for us that the word that we've had moves us to the to the dimension that that we've been speaking of. That that what we, we have been that what that, that which we have been begins to happen in us wholesomely. Rimash Tabala Mandila Bari Bazanti Labasi Kitalabani Mahasha Labazia. Father, we bless you, we honor you, we magnify you at the moment of God. Thank you for depositing yourself in us, O God. Revealing yourself in us, O Father. Thank you for the upgrade in our mentality. Thank you for shifting our consciousness, O God, into an inheritance that is available, O Father. You say, O Lord, that Paul says to the elders that he committed them to you and to the world of his grace, your grace that is able to, to build them up and to give them an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Lord, we want this inheritance that we have seen, O Lord, that your word will have due course in us. For it has found good ground where it's able to, 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 to bring forth fruit for you, O Lord. King of glory, we, we desire to see this, the riches of your glory, of the inheritance which is in the saints. Father, let it be revealed for your glory. Let this word that has come to us, O Father Lord, uh, grow, O Lord. Let it, let it, let it reveal, O Father, what powers what possibilities oh father that you intended let it not just come back to you void but let it accomplish that which you sent it to do and father as your word runs swiftly let it, this one also run swiftly let it 
quantum leapers of Father, where we have been let, we know the possibilities of the time redemption of Father, that you are able to collapse time for us. You are able to create economies of Father that will take us forward with speed, oh God. Even not forgetting the maturity that we, we, we require to be able to handle these things, mm. Father, and to express them this realm in the name of jesus even as we are sped up king of glory we do not forego the maturity we carry with us that maturity we apprehend that maturity O lord in the name of jesus that we may be found faithful stewards that we may be found those that are able O king of glory to represent you father that we may become the embodiment of these things that these things will have will become flesh in us in the name of jesus lord i bless you i magnify you oh lord because i know you hear us in jesus name amen amen amen, amen. amen. thank you very much for 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 being for being here thank you very much for 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 being diligent uh and and thank you for 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 having the agility to stay to the end <laughs> thank you thank you very very much uh uh Sitoni, i think you can stop recording uh